You're listening to the Root of Joy podcast. I'm Brooklyn, a yoga and mindfulness instructor. And I'm Amanda, an empowerment coach and your designated best friend. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello. Super exciting. Yes. I think I say that every time because I'm always really excited. I'm just happy to be here, guys. <laughs> every time. We got the compliment this week that this podcast sounds like a conversation between us that you guys get to listen to, and that's the best compliment I think we've ever gotten. Seriously, all we want is for you to feel like you're just like eavesdropping in, but like not so rudely because we want you to be here. So We love it. We it's really fun. do. It's a good time. So... What are you doing this summer? Oh my gosh. Well, nothing, because everything's oh, good. canceled. Good. Okay. Well, moving on. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I am excited it is summer, though. Yes. I am, I am ready for some summertime. I am getting those vibes of, like, I want to go swimming, and right. I want to go, like, lay out by the pool and read my book. I want to sit in the sun. Yes. yes. And, like, a weird craving for watermelon comes back. I know. I have some in my fridge right Do now. Do you? We can have some. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, we're pretty much just going to swim. That's going to be summertime for us. It's all... Listen, Arizona in the summertime mm-hmm. is like Michigan in the wintertime. Like, yeah. just don't come. Yeah. It's not... It's not great. It's not. It's, it's hot. just hot. It's hot. And it doesn't get good till like 8 o'clock at night. Yeah. And then... And even then. Even then, you're like, why yeah. am I here? Yeah. But it's fine. But once you get through July and August... It gets better. It really does. Yeah. Those are those are the two worst ones, and we're slowly climbing our way up there. It's true. We'll survive it. It'll yeah. be fine. It's Do you good. have like a summer song? Like I feel like I have a song for each summer that I end up just picking, and it's like my summer thing. There is. Oh gosh, I can't even remember. Pettit Biscuit. I think that's his name. I think I he's know a what you're DJ, about. and yes. the song is like Sunset. Some said something. I heard it on someone's stories on Instagram the other day. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's been like my vibe the last couple weeks. I've just, I'll play it and it's kind of chill, but it's also got like a beat to it. And so I'm like, okay, I can get down to this. There isn't even like a ton of words in the song. It's just kind of one of those techniques. It's just a vibe. Yeah. It's a vibe. That's cool. I'll have to find the song and I'll post it so that everybody can listen to it. But I I love it. I have to tell you, I'm obsessed. Well, first of all, I love the weekend. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's one of my mm-hmm. faves, um, hands down. So I love most everything he does. But blinding lights, yeah. I know everyone's obsessed, but yeah. I'm jumping on the train, and I That's might fine. be Ride the it. conductor. Just, just go, just go. I love it. <laughs> it's on repeat, and like <laughs> my husband and I went to clean the house the other day, and I played it once, and I was like dancing while he was cleaning. And I was, uh-huh. quote unquote, dusting, but mm-hmm. I was dancing. And then once it was over, I was like, okay, just one more time. And he's like, one more time? Like, <laughs> Who so are fine. you? It's, <laughs> it's my jam. It makes me feel like summer. So I'm That's here for it. Good. It I, I got to go listen to that song now that you just said that. It's good. I want to dance around. That it'll, sounds like a blast. It'll feed you. I promise. Nice. <laughs> well, let's get into the the real stuff. The good meat stuff. Right. So our our uh, quote this week is, trust the timing of your life. And we posted it the, a little while ago on our page just as one of our quote Yeah, like pages. super casual. Just yeah. like, oh, by the way, guys, and trust your life. Yes, but it seemed like tons of people were like, <laughs> yes, I yes. need this. So We podcast. literally had people message us being like, so when is this going to be a podcast episode? Yeah. And I was like, oh, thank you for planning my life because that's the perfect thing. <laughs> the next one. Yes. Here oh, actually, I already have this planned. <laughs> Not at all, but thank you. So apparently, trust the timing of your life is something that a lot of us 
are dealing with. We feel it. Right. Yeah, we're feeling that one. Right. So we kind of had, we are Marco Polo addicts. We pretty much just talk on Marco Polo all day. (laughs) We do. We do. It's great. (laughs) And we talked all week about this quote and again we both had such different views and we broke it down and I feel like timing comes in two pieces for me right it comes in the fact that like when is the right time to do things in your life and how do you know when it's the right time and how do you enjoy the time like when you're in the time Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. Well, it's a lot of time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> lots of time in life. Lots of time. <laughs> but really, like you're saying, I mean, it is, we have so much time in our life. We want to get the most out of life. Right. So, you know, sometimes we're pulled from enjoying what we have here and then we're going into enjoying what's coming. It's, it's just kind of hard to right. just enjoy it sometimes. Well, and I think... Something we talked about in our conversation was the shame that's kind of associated with when things aren't done on this made-up timeline in our brains. From the belief systems we were raised in or from society's push. Just cultural things. It's different between that two. And then your own pressure of in your brain going, I need to get this done by this time, and you don't. Well, to like prove yourself. Right. If I do this in this amount of time, I will have accomplished what I needed to in my life. I do that on a daily basis. Every single morning. And even (laughs) even dumb stuff. Like before I leave the house Mm -hmm. in the morning, I need to have my workout done. I need to have my house clean. I need to have my kids dressed. I need to eat breakfast. You know, like the little tasks even have this timing associated with them and if I don't get it done in that timing you failed the whole day right it's over right (laughs) oh my gosh yes Yes. so it's a big topic but it's also like in the little micromanaging of your life like the tiny little pieces being able to look at the big picture I think is super important yes for sure definitely well I think I don't know I think the biggest thing for me that I took out of the conversation we had about this is how hard it is to just stay present with where you're at right right now. Right. Um, We kind of talked about how a lot of times we have, you guys know, Amanda and I are doers. We are big dreamers. We want to get all the things done. And so with that mentality, sometimes I struggle, and I'm assuming you probably do too, with (laughs) having so many big picture goals that you like can't even focus on what's going on in your life right now. Oh, yeah. So it makes me think of when um, I graduated high school and I was single and there was the kind of like this weird, not weird, it's it's pretty normal, the pressure to just like get married. Right. Like you're done with high Hurry school. Up, get married. Get married. Husband. Yeah. Find, find your Start person. your life. Start your life. Yes. And, and there was such an urgency. Like, yeah. so it was like that was all my mind was focused on was – Finding this person, you know, to spend the rest of my life with. And listen, I found a, a good one. Yeah, you I did. found the one. Right. He's my husband. He's a little keeper. shout out. <laughs> oh, my word. But I, I do look back on that time in my life and I'm like, man, that's almost kind of a bummer that I was so focused on that, like, future goal. I don't even know that I enjoyed yeah. my single life as much as I could have. Yeah. I wasn't totally present and I think it was a really common thing a lot of people kind of dealt with with that you know so my biggest thing was how can we 
have these dreams, have these goals, have these big picture ideas, but also just enjoy the season of life that you're in. Oh, I love that. You know, like, I don't think we'll ever be able to trust the timing of our life if we don't learn how to enjoy the moments in our life. Right. You know? I I feel that way with each phase of my life. Yes. Like, you talked about the single phase, but I mean, like, even when I only had one kid. Yeah. You know, like, did I truly soak up as much of her as I could in that phase of my life? Or was I always looking at everybody else has like three kids already, you know, or like (laughs) some of my friends have no kids. Like, did I do that too? So sometimes it's not a race to get to the right time, but sometimes you wonder if you went too fast or too slow or, you know, like, and why are we judging where our timing is based on other people? Oh man, we could have a whole podcast just on that. Right. For sure. But, but that's a real thing. And how much does that take away from enjoying our season of life Mm -hmm. by looking at somebody else's and being like, oh man, mine doesn't look like that. So mine must be wrong. Right. Which, oh my gosh, I can preach to that for days and days and days with the upbringing and culture I have grown up in. I should have like four kids by now. Oh my gosh! And I, I have a dog and a cat. Having four kids right now. <laughs> hey, you take very oh, good care of your dog and your cat. I do. Don't discredit. They have a good life. <laughs> I work really hard for them to live their best lives, but it's it's hard and it's so easy to look on the outside and be like, "Man, I am doing this wrong." And Amanda. I've had people tell me I'm doing it wrong. Like, yeah. girl, what are you doing? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> I can't. And even that, you know, yeah. it, it takes away from, okay, but why don't I just enjoy where I'm at yeah. right now? You yeah. know? I actually had a conversation with my mom yesterday about what you were saying about other people yeah, pressing their timelines on you, mm-hmm. right? And their ideas and their thoughts. And this, I mean, I feel like I'm kind of tangent a little bit here, but... It will loop back, I promise. I believe you. (laughs) She talked to me a lot about, like, just how other people impact her so much. Mm -hmm. And I was telling her, I am the same way. Like, I I have a hard time being okay with where I'm at and what I'm doing when someone else is unhappy with where I'm at and what I'm doing. Yes. And really, it's none of their business. It's really not. I think being able to take that thought and... Learn how to feel okay with yourself in whatever timing of life you're in is going to be crucial to being able to like continue on with your life. You're gonna you're gonna dwell and you're gonna like I don't even know like boil over it, you yeah. know, and continue to put yourself down if you're constantly trying to live for somebody else. And if you are so focused on what somebody else wants for your life, you can't actually enjoy your life, right? You really can't. No. And it, so it brings me back. So I actually posted this on our um, Instagram feed this morning, but I did a yoga class with um, Shelby Mortensen on her page. She has uh-huh. a return journey yoga. Uh-huh. I did one with her last night, and she had this phrase that she talked about, um, you know, owning owning your life, basically. And she said, word for word, it was, whatever we don't own, owns us. Hmm. So, right? Oh, cool. (laughs) No problem. Uh, Everything. Um, So, but that sat with me, especially as we've been talking about trusting the timing of your life. How much power do you get back when you own the timing of your life? Right. 
Like, it's okay that this is my timeline and it doesn't look like other people's timelines. It's okay that this is my timeline, even if that person doesn't think I'm doing things right. Right. But I'm owning my timeline and that automatically puts all of the power back in my hands to enjoy my life and to trust that the things that I want for my life will come because I'm working for them. Right. You know, I'm putting in the time and I, and I love my life. So I want to fill my life with the things that are good and things that I love. So we keep talking about being more present with ourselves in our timeline so we can actually enjoy where we're at. Right. But that's a loaded statement. I feel like I say a lot of those in this, like, just enjoy your timing. Right. Like, well, okay. how, how do you do that when you feel so much pressure and shame associated with other people, other right. people's judgments and your own judgments on yourself? So what are some things that you do maybe to feel that pressure released and to be present and happy with where you're at? Um, so there's a couple things. Um, I will always preach gratitude journals mm, till the it. day I die. Right. Because... Being grateful is literally a superpower. It can change the com- like complete chemistry of your brain. It changes your mindset. It really just takes you out of your everyday thinking and opens you up to yeah. everything you have. I and like so I think being grateful for things, even, even on hard days when the gratitude list doesn't feel very long, there's always something. Yeah. And when I can be grateful for what I do have, I feel okay waiting for what I want to have. Right. You know? So I would say gratitude. I think the other thing is letting yourself feel what you feel. Yeah. And I think so much of our wanting and shaming that comes from not being okay with our timeline is actually a coping mechanism for not own, like owning our feelings right now. Right. Maybe we're uncomfortable with our life. Maybe we're in a tight spot that doesn't feel so good and we feel like we're we're wasting time. But yeah. in reality, putting all of our focus into the future can take away from the fact that there are things to be grateful for even in the worst of times. Absolutely. So let yourself feel your feelings because working through your feelings is going to open up more space for yourself to be more authentic about who you are. Yeah. Like your feelings are okay to feel, but what we want to do is shove them down because they're uncomfortable. They don't feel good. So Mm -hmm. we're just going to plan our future instead of being right here because that seems easier. But really, like we've been saying, it takes away from letting yourself be present. So let yourself feel the feelings of today. Yeah. And you'll be prepared to enjoy your tomorrow. I think for me, a huge thing is putting away the world and the so- like, the social media and the Ooh, outside. Because yes. sometimes that dictates the way that I feel. And sometimes just having a screen in front of my face mm-hmm. makes me feel yucky and like I'm my life is pointless. <laughs> you know, like I'm just sitting here looking at a screen. Like, totally. Why am I not on the floor playing with my kids? Why am I not outside? You know, doing something productive. So I think doing that is huge rain. You see people post randomly. They're like, I'm going on a social media fast or whatever. And they just put it away for a couple weeks. And I don't think a couple weeks is necessary. I don't think that that's mandatory, but I think until you feel like you're in control of what's going on and you are engaged with your kids or your spouse or yourself, like, yeah, that's the point that, you know, you can bring it back up. Yes. 
or having, I had someone message me one time. She's a mom and she has a couple little girls. And she said that whenever her kids were awake, mm-hmm. she tried to put her phone away. Oh, and wow. I was like, that's hard. Yeah. They're that's awake really a lot. hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's like, so when they would nap or when it was quiet time for her older kids, she would let herself have a little bit of time on her phone to scroll or to watch a TV show or at bedtime after right. her kids are asleep. But that way she could be totally present in the moment. And I'll be honest, that sounds really hard for me. That's a, It's a lot. That's a big commitment. Well, and my phone is my escape. Yeah. Like when Lucy's being uncontrollable and when my baby's being super needy, it's like, okay, bye. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm entering my own dimension. Don't, And that's really what it is. Like your brain totally leaves the timing that you're in. Well, right now. and to bring up that it's a dimension of unrealistic Distorted perfection. Yes, yeah. it is. It's not even real. No. It's not even reality. No. no. You're seeing the best of everybody's yeah. life. And if you're having a bad day, it makes your bad day even worse. Yeah. Well, and I, and I totally agree with that. And that's why I think I really try and follow people that are more real and authentic. But even then, yeah, it's not the same no. as real life. I think that's why we also try to do a podcast like this so people can hear from us. Like, right. you may see stuff on our feed that looks perfect and beautiful, but it's not always <laughs> rainbows and butterflies over here. <laughs> it isn't always so pretty over here, guys. <laughs> we fix our own stuff, you know? <laughs> I think, so the social media stuff and putting away the screens, I even notice it with my kids. Like, Lucy, if I let her on a tablet too much or on the TV too much, when she has to come back to this reality of life... It's a little bit like, what I'm bored. Like, yeah. what do I do? What do I do with this? How stuff? do I enjoy? <laughs> yeah, right. So I've been trying to work on that with myself and my kids. But the second thing for me is also being active. I know that sounds so silly. No, it doesn't. Preach it till you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> I I have gotten in ruts in my life where I've just decided I don't care enough about my body to move or do anything. <laughs> Like, except for what's mandatory. Right. And it messes with my headspace. Hardcore. Yep. I don't believe you need a gym membership. I don't believe you need to run 30 miles. I don't believe you have to be a personal trainer. Like, you don't need to bulk out. It, that's not... You just need to be active and move your body and... Just wants to move. Yeah. And it's going to ask for different things different days. Right. Just it, honor it. When you can do that, it goes back to our quote with trusting the timing of your life because it just makes you happier and it fits into your it makes the timing more happy well it does it's it helps you to enjoy it more because you're more present you're more present with how your body feels today right it brings you back to your reality right and having that routine and that i noticed that when i wake up in the morning and actually get up and move and do something my routine and my present life felt more organized and put together in my headspace my self-talk yeah. Was so much more positive right. and happy than when I wasn't. Totally. Right. It's a real thing. So I I think there's something to be said for these little tips that we have in our lives. Like everybody's um, techniques for being present are going to be a little different. Yeah. They're going to look a little different, I think. They are. Well, and it's going to be, it's going to be different of, in different seasons of your life of what's going to help you to actually enjoy and be present in your right. life, you know? And if your season of your life is that you're a mom with little kids, oh, it's going to be, it's going to look different, different than when, you know, you're an empty nester yeah. and you know, all your kids are grown ups. It's, right. So it's just finding what works for you to be present at that moment. 
But I think the next part of this quote that I think is really important to highlight is the trust part. Mm-hmm. So we are all about goals, ambitions, dreams, all, all of those things. <laughs> and it's so hard. Almost to a fault. Oh, man. <laughs> Seriously, though. But, like, I just want to do all the things. And all the things I want to do are good. Right. So sometimes it gets really hard because it's like, I just want to be a good person. Like, why doesn't this fit in my <laughs> why life? Why is this so hard? I'm just trying to do good things. Right. But in all honesty, there are just some seasons of my life that it's just not time for the good thing I want to do yet. Yeah. And that's where that trust word comes in. And that's where it gets kind of hard to deal with. So we wanted to dive into that element. Like, okay, yes, it's really good to enjoy where you're at and be present. But what about those things that you desperately want? How do you actually trust that they're going to happen? I have a lot of personal experience with diving into things. (laughs) I have done so many things. I think I've said that on here before. And every time I'm like, this is so good. Yeah. It feels so good. I'm so excited. I'm being productive. I'm doing these things. And then it slowly would fade out and it would feel like I was a failure a little bit because I didn't do the huge goal that I set for myself when I started this new thing or whatever. And I've really come to a point in my life where I'm like, okay, I have to sit and trust this timing. Mm -hmm. I have little kids. Yep. I have this business that is so important to me. I have my husband. You know, like, I, I already have this timing of my life kind of, my responsibility plate is kind of full. Like, so taking other things on, I would love to, but the timing and trusting in that timing means that sometimes I just have to say, you know, today is not the day for that. Maybe tomorrow, maybe next year, maybe in 10 years, but today is just not good. It's not going to work out. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Yeah. That's hard. That's hard to do. Yeah. You know. You say that really (laughs) casually, but... But, like, we both know how oh, hard yeah. that is. Usually it includes, like, crying for a little while and talking to your husband and your best friend and right. then being like, okay, I've decided to move on. <laughs> it's almost like breaking up with a boyfriend it or really something. Is. It's like, Why? listen, I really like you, but... <laughs> right now is not the time. It's not you. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. But really, though, it no. is me. <laughs> so, <laughs> what it really we really kind of like pinpointed with this whole trust element is um, we need to give the like the desire for this good thing kind of over to your higher power. Right. Whatever that looks like for you, whatever verbiage speaks to you for that, for us, I believe it's God. Right. Me too. Um, but I, I know I've also heard, you know, your intuition, the universe, whatever fits best for you in that if you can give that over to them and know I have this desire for a really good thing and I'm a good person and I'm willing to put in the work for this good thing. And so I trust that this good thing will come in the season it's supposed to. Right. And like we said that we're saying that really casually right now, we know that's not an easy thing to do, but giving it over to your higher power kind of puts you in the mindset to know good things will come. Right. And I think what we what we really found in looking at trust is that being present with your life helps you to trust oh, yeah. that the good things will come. So we broke this into two parts, but really 
they kind of help each other. Oh, yeah. So the more that we're present, the more that we can see the good in our life we already have, the more we're going to be able to be okay waiting for good things down the road because we're already in a good place. Right. I, when we were talking about this, I was, we wanted to make another journal page because we love creating some kind of content for you guys to hash out your thoughts and ultimately progress in life. Like we want progression. We don't want to be stagnant or regress. And so all of this trusting the timing of your own life, it seems heavy and weighted and like you have all these maybe 10 things that you really want to do, but you also have responsibilities. So we, we created this journal and it ultimately breaks down your priority list a little bit, but it's five things. It starts with writing down five things in your life that are important to you. So this is like your focus point for, for, yes, focus point. So like your family is obviously going to be a focus point on your list and potentially your job. Like you have to go to work. You have to provide for your family. School. School. Yes. Right. Your husband, well, might fit in with your family. I don't know. But you'll have five different things. Like for me, that would look like my family, um, my business with Brooklyn, uh, potentially school in the future. You know, things that I desire or things that are responsibilities on my shoulders. Right. And there are things that... Um, you're focused on now and things you want for your future. Right. So like you're saying, like your family, your kids, you know, your life that's happening right now, but also these focus points are the things that you want in the yeah. future. So oh, yeah. things that maybe aren't happening right now that seem to be taking up a lot of your brain because you want them so bad. Yeah. That would be one of those focus right. points. Right. So as you're writing these five things, our goal with this journal is to really hash out the um, emotion and the thought process behind each one. Mm -hmm. So this is a five page journal or six page journal page. Yes. (laughs) All the pages. (laughs) Right. The first page, you'll write them all down, all five things. And each page is dedicated to each one. And you have almost a whole journal page to kind of just brain dump about this specific goal or this specific responsibility on your shoulders. And we want to make sure that as you're doing this, you give yourself credit and you pay attention to your surroundings and your thoughts and emotions attached to each individual thing. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. So I recently did this. Um, I was going to real estate school and I actually haven't really told many people about this yet, but this is a really hard thing, hard thing for me because my husband and my dad were actually invested in me doing this. You know, they, they were excited for me. It was kind of a group effort, except for I was actually going to school for it. And at the same time I had my kids and I had this business and I had church stuff and all of these heavy things weighing on me. And as I'm finishing real estate school, I finished it. And then I went to go take my final and I didn't pass. Yeah. And it was like this, are you kidding me? Like there's way too many things going on in my life for me to have to retake this test three times. Right. Then to pass the state test and then to find a broker and then to market myself. And it was this huge, like overwhelming thought all of a sudden. And I'm like, what am I, what am I doing? Well, and it could be really easy in that moment to feel like you failed. Right. And you're supposed to be somewhere different, but you failed that timing. Right. And on top of that, feeling like I have these people depending on me. Yeah, that's harder. Like, and not that they would be mad at me, but it was like I wanted to 
you just want to please. You want to make people happy. And so I kind of did something like this. I brain dumped in my journal. So it's it wasn't a specific journal page for it, but I sat down and I just wrote all my feelings about it and how I really wanted it. Mm-hmm. I really do. But right now, having to take a test gives me straight anxiety. Right. And shaming my you know, myself because I disappointed my dad or my husband or whoever that sucks. Yeah. You know, but ultimately I came to this realization that, you know, this is a good thing. This is absolutely a good thing. That's why I feel so much pressure behind it, but maybe not right now. Like maybe right now that just feels like I can't even think straight. So I'm going to have to just hold off, you know? Well, okay. Well, first of all, good for you. That's a hard thing to do. Well, and I'm, it's still processing. So that's fair. (laughs) That's fair. Take your time. But that's, that's a hard thing to put down and to just be like, okay, this is good. Right. But not right now. Like there's so much trust that goes behind that in yourself that you, you will get this, but it's almost giving yourself that grace and compassion to be like, but I'm okay right now if we don't. Right. Because I'm still doing good. And right. I think that's a really big part of this trust element is you have to be willing to trust yourself. Yeah. Trust your higher power. Trust, the, you know, the bigger things that influence your life. But also trust yourself that you have the ability to get these things done. And you also are still enough if you have to put it down. Right. Well, and I, coming back to the journal pages the point of them is not to make you not do something. No. Like that wasn't the reason I told that story about real estate school, but it was the realization I needed that it was too much for my plate at the time of my life. Right. So being able to work through this journal page is like, we hope it's something for you to look at everything that's going on Mm -hmm. and put the emotions where they need to be and then make logical, good choices for this timing of your life. And be preparing for the next season. Because I think the biggest thing out of trusting the timing of your life is knowing, okay, but when is the right time? Yeah. You know? And and that's what really we wanted out of these journal pages. And Amanda has done an amazing job at creating this. So you can have that experience that she's talking about of taking those things you really want and that are already important to you right now and kind of diving back behind them and helping you to find your why. So maybe you're having a hard time showing up for yourself at your job or Mm -hmm. at school or as a mom because you're just kind of one of those days you're lacking the motivation. But sitting down and working through those feelings will help you to be able to become present with your life again, remember your why, and begin working for the next season. Yes. So maybe you have to put some things down, but maybe it'll also help you to embrace what you already have. Oh, yeah. So working through those emotions, trust your higher power, trust yourself that whatever season you're in is exactly where you're supposed to be. Right. And all the good things you want will happen as long as you let yourself work through the things that you feel and keep moving forward. Absolutely. We love you guys, and we hope that this podcast and these journal pages bring you a little bit of light and happiness and an ability to be present like we've been talking about in your life. So find your space. So this journal page, it's going to be available on our Instagram page. So rooted underscore joy at Instagram. If you go to the link in our bio, it's just underneath podcast journal pages. Yeah. So if you click that, it'll just be right there. You can download it. You can print it. It's all yours. It's totally free. If you don't have, um, 
Instagram, we do have a website as well, and we will link that on our Facebook page too, so you guys can have access to that. Perfect. We'll see you guys. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye.